So I heard one of you say, what are you eating, Victoria? And I thought, <laughs> I thought, well, a few weeks ago, a couple months ago, we had the granola cast. <laughs> while I was eating a granola bar on the podcast. Uh, I would be interesting if this week I was eating a shredded wheat. And we could see what the audio differences are and really analyze these audio files. I have a shredded wheat cast. Shredded wheat doesn't sound as entertaining as granola. Yeah, it's not as punchy, but no. it certainly is delicious. Well, I'm glad you enjoy it. Oh, well, the ones I get are flavored. I'm not going to yuck your yum, but it's disgusting. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I get the right flavors. I get all the flavors of shredded wheat. I get vanilla, shredded wheat. I get frosted shredded wheat. Uh huh. That frosting is the shit. When I was a kid, I used to just bite the frosting off and throw the rest of it in the trash. <laughs> Gee, that was the that was, that was a delivery method for frosting. It's literally, the only reason to have shredded wheat. So I was a, I was a very large child, some may say. Um. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we ready to get this party started? Okay, so we're just going three randoms. No, no, what's the word? Theme? Interconnectivity. Interslice. 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 Randos, regular episode. Episode okay. 20,000. 20, yeah, I don't know. 20 million and something. And two. Oh. And welcome to We Happen to Be Trans, a pop culture podcast with a brand new theme music. Thanks to Jen Giggles. We Happen to Be Trans, a space odyssey. Space odyssey. Uh, a random space odyssey this time. We're just bringing in topics from all over the place. I don't even know what your two topics are now. So, you know, you're going to keep me on my toes. Um, yeah, it is us. The Jen Giggles, Victoria Maximus. Kaylee Cake. Ooh, Kaylee Coral. Uh oh. You oh. fucked up. You done I, fucked up. I, honestly, I'm tempted to move move back to Kaylee Cake because it's just oh it's just it, it's such flows. a fun name. Fun. Yeah. 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 It made I, me I, think, I, especially that your hair was like purple colored. It made me just think of you as like a, a walking cake pop. <laughs> like I just wanted to eat you. That sounds delicious. That's wait. That 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 sh is like uh, a great way to live. Uh-huh. Oh, Oh, I, 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 see, I see what you're owing at. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to lick your sugary goodness. That's all I wanted. Sprinkle some of that. Pour some sugar on me. Kaylee Pour Cake. Pour some sugar uh -huh. on me. In the name of podcast. Pour some sugar on... Yep, I like it. Yep, okay. Fantastic. You're the, Fantastic. Some, some may say that you are the frosting on my shredded wheat. That is the sweetest thing anyone has ever said to me. Well, you're welcome. And I love you. But not in a weird way. And not in a romantic way. Just in a friend way. But, you know. Friend love is fantastic. It's amazing. Can we just talk about friend love right now? Sure. Sure. That it, it's be a, our it's ice a random topic. So this is our new theme. Friend love. Friend love is good. Friend love is great. Uh, it's not very entertaining though, so maybe Admitting we should. Admitting you love your friends is amazing, and you should do it. Yeah, being like just open, and, like actually saying and letting people know is like really great, and people appreciate it. Yes, lovers of we are, we are lovers of loving love, lovey loversons, uh -huh. and and we're here to say, tell your friends you love them today. Uh, pop culture, <laughs> pop culture podcast. All right. So, All right. yeah, we've we've got some topics. Jen, I'm curious now, if, why what Victoria could be holding you at ransom for uh, as uh, to to change your topic. Meet me in the back alley at 6 p.m. with the bag with the bag, <laughs> or you'll never see your your topic again. <laughs> Well, Victoria, as as we know, is not the most um, comedically versed person. And, what? And 
So <laughs> you just oh, shots fired. So much for the spread so, love. The... So so she she told me that there was only one Dave Thomas, and and that he was the founder of Wendy's. And she said this to me, and I I just have to I I'm sorry. There's a second. There's a second one. No, there's only there's one. Look, Dave there Thomas. might exist two Dave Thomases. I don't give a fuck. There, there's only one Dave Thomas that can occupy our hearts and minds for a generation, and that is the founder of fucking Wendy's, Dave motherfucking Thomas. Except, in except, there's another one, and he's he's he starred in several TV shows and stuff, and he starred on the Canadian version of Saturday Night Live. SCTV. SCTV. Okay. See, we I have a Canadian leaders. version of the Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rick Moranis was on it. Well, you had right? two, you had two John, of them, right? John yeah, Candy. Yeah, Rick Moranis. John you Candy was there. You were teaching me so much about my own country. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I have um, one question it, though, Miss Miss Giggles, in this de- in yeah. this deposition, of uh, my my comedic knowledge is on trial here, and it's a trial <laughs> by f- fire. Now, let me ask you one question. Did this Dave Thomas that you speak of from ST- uh-huh. SCTV, did he also invent the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger? <laughs> I don't think he did. Fuck him. But he also showed up on Saturday Night Live. Court <laughs> adjourned. Did he invent the Frosty? He might have actually. Get the hell out of here. He's the non frosted part of my shredded wheat. Throw him in the garbage disposal. So when Rick Moranis joined SCTV Uh in in, in the 80s, um, which was really the start of his his whole comedic thing, right? Um, His entire career started on SCTV. Yeah. Um, We love Rick Moranis, by the way. Hope you're doing well. He showed up. Mr. Moranis. Yes. And and he showed up um, and started doing a bit with Dave Thomas called Bob and Doug McKenzie's Great White North. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> this is familiar. All right. Oh, take off a, don't you know, you hoser. Is this racist? <laughs> no. Oh, <God. laughs> this is quotes from them. Kaylee? Oh, you take off a. Oh, you take off a. <laughs> As a designated Canadian on this show, we need we need a ruling here. <laughs> It, okay, that 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 is not racist, but making fun of my pronunciation of sorry is extremely, <laughs> and I will not tolerate that. Oh, well, uh, take it up, take it up with HR. That's my job. Damn it. <laughs> we happen to be trans HR, a pop culture podcast. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to We Happen to Be Trans. An HR podcast, yes, where we meet, where we mediate the things that happen between people on another podcast with when a very similar name. Goes wrong. <laughs> we talk about HR. We talk about HR. We talk about human resources. We talk about HR Giger, and that's about it. Yeah. So, um, and and so this this kept going. The the Bob and Doug McKenzie. Kept going. Um, it, it spawned Mick Moranis' career. Okay. Um, they both actually showed up in the Lily Tomlin episode of Saturday Night Live in 1983 as Bob and Doug McKenzie. Hmm. And they recorded, um, I think, four or five albums, um, if I'm remembering right. It, it's a little it's a little hazy um, right now with that. But they also did a movie. And the this is the only SCTV movie I'm aware of. Like we all can name at least three Saturday Night Live movies. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Totally. Wait. Okay. We'll each do one. Uh, Kaylee, you start. Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Would... A movie based on characters from a Saturday Night Live sketch. What? That's a thing. Yes. Oh yeah. What yeah. the fuck? They make they make movies out of Saturday Night Live skits. They used what? to. I guess they don't anymore. Yeah. Uh, they, I, they haven't in a while, as far as I'm aware. But yeah. Uh, so name one, Kaylee. Uh, well, okay, Kaylee's Canadian. She do might not it, be able do to. Do it. Do it. Do it. Saving Private Ryan. 
What the fuck is even happening? That's hilarious in a weird way. Yes. That classic that classic comedy bit. That classic so, World War II comedy bit from Saturday Night Live. Saving Private Ryan. Yep. Tom yeah. Hanks. Matt Damon. It was it was Tom a, Hanks was probably on Saturday Night Live at some point. Honestly. Matt Damon too, so, honestly, did you know, you know it's not that far did you know that Tom Hanks started as a comedic actor? In fact, all of his first, the first part, part of his career was all comedy movies and comedy shows and stuff. Uh, I had no idea. He wasn't a serious actor until the 90s. Um, okay, well, I'll name one, and then Jen names one, and then I'll name another one. I'm going to start with Wayne's World. That is a Saturday Night Live. What? Oh, yeah. Yep. That was a sketch on Saturday Night Live. Blues Brothers. Oh, that's a good one. Damn. What? what? Uh-huh. Yep. What? Yeah. <laughs> My world's being turned upside down twice tonight. Night at the Roxbury. Yep. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Keep going. And 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 for for just to just to round it out for you, um, I think it was Superstar. Okay. The, where she does the um, yep. Catholic school girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the movie was called Superstar. Here we go. Coneheads. Go on. Yep. Coneheads. Uh-huh. And, oh, let me, th- God. <sighs> there were a bunch of them. The ladies' man? Ladies' man, yep. Shit. Uh, Wayne's World 2, obviously, is a spinoff. <laughs> and Blues Brothers 2000 was a spinoff. Oh, Lord. <laughs> You can easily name three because you can get Wayne's World and Wayne's World 2 with Blues Brothers. I wouldn't count that, it's though. I movies. wouldn't count sequels. <clears throat> um, but, um, there's more. There's got to be more. Adam Sandler did one off of one of his SNL characters. N- n- I, I, think, I thought he... Oh, no, he didn't. Um, but... Uh, All right. Well, fans, write into we happen to be trans at gmail.com if you can think of other Saturday Night Live... Uh, spinoff movies from sketches yeah. on that show that we did not think of. Yeah, and we're we're both certain there's at least two or three others out there. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking of all the of all the. I mean, Ghostbusters wasn't, but that had a bunch of the stars or a couple of stars from it. Yeah. Um, Caddyshack wasn't. Uh, friggin' yeah. Planes, trains, and automobiles wasn't. Uh, uh, it's. I find it so weird. Like, I do not like Saturday Night Live, and I am not a fan and have barely seen any of it. Um, but I am continuously amazed with how much it permeates our culture and like pops up freaking everywhere. Like I had no idea those movies were based on Saturday Night Live skits and like <laughs> it's it's just yeah. everywhere and it boggles my freaking yeah. mind. Um partly because I don't like it and so I don't understand why it's so popular. But uh, but also like just how in like entangled into our culture and life it is and how many celebrities have come out of it that's freaking insane okay. do you now, do you yeah. like do you like Wayne's world the movie or any of the ones that yeah, we mentioned yeah. okay so I, I I like Wayne's world I think that there's some some Saturday Night Live sketches that you probably would like overall though I mean there's there's so many seasons and it's so cycles. many sketches that it's really hard to find. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's some. To find but, some the, in there. And the thing is, it cycles. It cycles from stuff you like into stuff you're not going to like. And yet you'll still have a few sketches. Then it cycles back. And it's just very variant. It just varies so much. Yeah, Tommy Boy Even wasn't. From, Tommy Boy wasn't one of them. Black Sheep wasn't one of them. I, I'm still no, thinking. I'm still thinking through. Like Beverly Hills Cop wasn't one of them. Damn. Yeah. So so SCTV, which was the first version of Canada's SNL. Um, Kids in the Hall came later, obviously, and right. gets more comparisons to Mad TV than um that than it does to Saturday Night Live. But yeah. Same concept. And Mad TV came after. I mean, Kids <laughs> of the Hall. Kids in the Hall was groundbreaking. It was its own. Yes. Its own thing. That show is so fucking it, weird. I love it. it. It came out before Mad TV, and it was so much better than Mad TV. But it was still that sketch comedy format that Saturday Night Live perfected. And okay. Strange Brew, however, is Bob and Doug McKenzie's movie. 
in which really they are trying. Yeah, it, it, it's a movie about a haunted brewery in Canada, <laughs> and it has the late Amazing. great Max von Sydow in it, who just died. You know, recently Max von Sydow, um, who was Ming the Merciless in Flash Gordon, which we mentioned earlier tonight, um, <clears throat> and. Yeah, such a such an amazingly strange movie. Um, so they they literally drink at least one vat of beer. Only one vat. At least one vat of okay. beer. Well, in the course of the movie, that's something. <clears throat> and subsequently put out the brewery fire. Only one fire. Only one <laughs> fire. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's the strangest it, it fits very well with SCTV it really does okay <laughs> and it's it's just one of those things and I just kind of thought that um, I should bring attention your attention to this early and very odd Canadian comedy thing that permeated into um, northern portion of the United States' culture because it hit into the Minnesota, Wisconsin stuff the way Red Green did, <clears throat> as opposed to, as opposed to you know, you know, as as opposed to something like you know, making it down to Canada or Florida or I should say, you know, you get from Canada to California or to Florida or down along the coast, you're not going to see a lot of Canadian stuff making it that far south usually. Well, <laughs> now, I mean, I've seen me I've seen a couple Canadian things moving down far down south in my region, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, <laughs> that's you know we don't have to talk that much about my early twenties. That's uh... now we did get some great Canadians from this. We 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 did get some great Canadians from this that moved down south and got permeated into American culture. Well, but I've had some permeate into my. Do. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria, Victoria, I know this is an R-rated podcast, but I don't think we want to make it X-rated. Ow! <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. The cat just meowed with you. A porn hub culture podcast. <laughs> All right. So that's my thing. I wanted to bring up the, the, the beauty that is Bob and Doug McKenzie. Um, and, and partly because I've been rewatching that 70s show, and in season three, Dave Thomas, who Founder is Wendy's. Doug McKenzie, mm-hmm. Got it. shows up, and he is a Canadian Mountie, and he tells the boys who are trying to get Canadian beer to take off, eh? And shut up, you hoser. It still Which feels are... a little racist to me. I don't know. I don't know. It's just when you listen to the whole damn thing of an of one of their skits or a, skits or a whole album, and you to just arguing. That's two brothers arguing with each other while their dad is drunk on the couch. Now that's now they're, that's some they're doing a radio show. They're doing a radio show, and that's the whole thing. Is they do this radio broadcast from their living room. While drinking beer, and their dad is next to them, passed out in the recliner. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna check this out because I love Rick Moranis. Uh, I don't know anything it's... about Dave Thomas except that he was the founder of Wendy's. But other than that, <laughs> I'm on board. I'm gonna check this out. I'm gonna check out the sketch. He was I'm excited. in stripes. Come on. Okay. Was he was he eating a spicy chicken nugget? Uh, he may have been. He was in the. He, he was in. He was the MC in Stripes. You've seen Stripes. Did he create the famous star? Wait, famous star. That's Carl's. Oh shit! What's Wendy's You're burger? You're getting confused. What's Wendy's burger? What is it? The junior bacon cheeseburger? No. No. Is it just a cheeseburger? Is my whole? Could my whole life be a lie? Maybe. Oh shit! I'm it gonna need be. to do some fast food research. Stat. Anyway. Oh my god! Dave Thomas was also in Animaniacs for an episode. Hmm. That's a good right. That's a good credit to have on your acting resume. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, 
Are we moving on to Kaylee, yeah. Kaylee, 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 <gasps> Kaylee, 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 Kaylee. Can't you see? Sometimes your topics just hypnotize me. Wow, nice. No, you're welcome. I made that up myself. It's not good, a song at all. I guess I gotta go now. Um, yeah, I this week I've been I've been wanting to wait for us to do like a streaming finale topic because we've been talking a little bit about that. But I I, I just can't wait. Uh, Bojack Horseman the ended in january and it is so freaking good like it's really impressive all the strings that they had to tie up and all of the amazing character development and stuff that they had to find like an actual conclusion to which is an impossible task like you saw how Game of Thrones went when they had to tie up loose ends and tie up all these storylines. And somehow they pulled it off beautifully. And it's like one of my favorite seasons of BoJack. And it it manages to do everything, which is just amazing. Like it shouldn't be physically possible to do all, the, all of this stuff. And so I just want to like highlight a couple like episodes in particular that were really cool. Um, they had an episode where Diane is dealing with uh, antidepressants and writing, which was really like cool how they show her struggling and the difference between like how, how she feels that she shouldn't have to be on antidepressants in order to write a dark and meaningful story and she I won't spoil it but she comes to like figure things out and there's that there's other ways to do things and that was something I needed in my life right now and so that was really cool to see that in a story and see her as sort of a foil to Bojack kind of growing and learning to like not be miserable um so that's really cool they do a lot of really awesome stuff with all the secondary characters and they're all amazing and lovely and the second last episode is like what's the what's that like art piece that everyone's like ah it's the blank of the the masterpiece of this person's career or maybe it's a movie the monte cristo this the something of the the, the count of it, monte cristo the, the, the Count of Monte Cristo of their career. Um, the Picasso? The Picasso. So, uh, um, so, 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 Salvador so, Dali. Like the, it's, the, mm, it's the... Count the, Chocula. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the, like, epitome of Bojack in an episode. The most, like, perfect, everything fits The together. magnum opus. Yeah, that one. Yes. That Ooh, one. Ooh, magnum you got geez, it. Score. Woo, slam dunk. And so, yeah, it is freaking amazing. And I recommend, it's one of those episodes where you need to know kind of the rest of the story in order to understand properly. Um, but it is just beautiful, this like weird, trippy episode that I can barely talk about because there's just spoilers everywhere. And it has some of the most like, it, it, it has, like, a literal poem in it that is, like, it's one of those poems that, like, hits you and you can't think of anything else for a week because it's just, like, getting hit by a train and there's just, like, nothing else you can think about. It's so freaking amazing. It's beautiful. They, they use this, like, really interesting technique of going from third person to second person to first person, which really made the the poem come together and feel even more intense the art is beautiful the like philosophy and the questions behind it where it's dealing with like what is the point of life and what is death and it all these things it's so freaking cool and then the last episode also just ties things up really beautifully and does a really good job of because there's no way to like with with a show with so many dynamic characters and that you can't just like put an end cap on a character you know like you can't just be like okay and now 
they sail off into the sunset and everything's hap- happily ever after. These are such dynamic and in complex characters that that just isn't possible. And so they need to find this way to make them grow, but also kind of be be real and kind of they 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 do they had a really good balance where it feels like the end of the show but not the end of the characters which is so important and just it is it is a beautiful ending to a beautiful show i cannot recommend it enough and yeah like if you want a really good animated show with a lot of like adult humor but is still so deep and philosophical and interesting amazing characters like check it out it's it's really really amazing plus all the characters are or nearly all of the characters are animals and it's freaking adorable um yeah <laughs> that's amazing so is this the same bojack horseman that that uh, a ryan seacrest type is from yeah. that we covered yes. in a previous episode of this wonderful podcast with a deep and mm. fantastic lineage that you should go back and listen to time and time again. Show your children, your children's children, your children's 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 children. Make sure that they get a healthy dose of We Happen to Be Trans, a pop culture podcast to learn about, well, probably more pop culture than being trans, but they'll learn that being trans means that you are much more than being trans. That's the message. Yeah. That's the bit. That's everything that we are. That's everything that we're doing and going to be yeah. forever until the end of time. Armageddon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Anyway, you, Bojack, you just hit it. You nailed Bojack, it. <laughs> Bojack Horseman. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good show. It's it, uh, mm-hmm. How many seasons? It is. It was the sixth season was the last one that just wrapped up. Um, and that season is split into two smaller seasons so it's kind of okay. like one big season now that it's all over so but yeah it's six seasons is there a continuity within this show mm-hmm. yes yes that's something that was really important when they were talking about making the show where they didn't want a simpsons sort of style where every ep- episode everything kind of resets uh they wanted things to have consequences because a big theme of the show is living with those consequences and, mm. you know, getting, yeah. have, having a really high, high, but then there's the day after that and there's really low lows, but there's also the day after that. And that's such a key part of the show that they, they made that really important and really central to the themes. So he's a horse man. <laughs> yeah. How- he, he's, he's a horse. His last his last name is Horseman. He's a horse. Because he's a horseman. But he's also he's a, a man. He's a horse-headed man. He's... I, I... Yeah. I think in the show, he's just a horse. Because they don't say, like, Princess Carolyn is a cat woman. Princess Carolyn's a cat. Bojack's a horse. His Just his uh... last name is literally Horseman. Horseman. Okay. So like if my It's a little strange. If my okay. Like if my last name was Woman Horse. Mhm. That wouldn't make that wouldn't me make your horse. Mm, really makes you think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do they tap yeah. do they tackle that topic in the show? No. Oh. But with with there's there's quite a few weird things that are just left completely that are sort of I think I talked about Tukan Birdie a little bit before where it's very kind of abstract at times and Bojack Horseman uh has the same the same artist at least and writer I think um but basically it kind of does a similar thing where some of parts of the show are just really abstract and don't necessarily have an explanation but it never subtracts from the feeling that these characters are real, if that makes sense. So there'll be like, there's gags where it's a flashback to 1997 or something. And there'll be a song playing that's like, this is 1997, woo! And just like, 
weird things like that um, that don't actually make worldly sense, but are just hilarious. And so they, they just roll with so it. So like, is it like, uh, it's like, this is 1997. Do, 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 it's 1997. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and then there'll be like a blockbuster store in the background or something. Man, that, oh man, blockbusters. Um, now I'm sad. It, it might actually finally close completely because there's still there was before this whole quarantining shit one in oh. Oregon. What do you mean? Corona killed Blockbuster. It might have finally Fuck. killed Blockbuster. Okay, no, we don't no, no. know. It may or may, we don't know. It's there. We don't know yet. Do, but okay. there was one in Oregon that was still operating. Okay. As of the okay. start of quarantine. This is a news report from We Happen to Be Trans, a pop culture newscast. Uh, we'll be coming in with the latest breaking news on. Uh, the survival of Blockbuster, the last remaining Blockbuster video uh, through the coronavirus. We'll be back in the future once we have updates <laughs> on this situation. Now back to you, Kaylee Cake. Um, <laughs> you know, it really makes me sad because even after this quarantine, we're gonna I'm going to get out of my house and I can't go to a Blockbuster and then, uh, you know, Go have dinner at a family fun center, Rocky and Bullwinkle, and get some <laughs> shitty pizza. What a what a yeah, like that just won't come back. Going outside will come back. That won't come back. Mm-hmm. And it's a sad day. But you know what isn't sad is uh, my topic. Ooh yes, uh, yes. right a, in our day. A topic from yesteryear. Uh, what's possibly more pop culture than? The X Men. Uh, I'd say Spider Man. <laughs> you know, sometimes you really don't do me any favors over there, Miss Giggles. Now, <laughs> a few things are more okay. A few things are more pop culture than the X Men. I'll give you that, but they're up there. People know who the X Men are. <laughs> Make sure to take breaths between your giggles. Yeah, breathe, woman. Breathe. You sound like the damn dog from a Hanna Barbera cartoon. Well. This just in. We happen to be trans, a news casting caster. Uh, uh, the our dear Jen Giggles may or may not be passed out on the floor. Uh, we'll come up with breaking updates as the situation continues. Uh, an update here. We're actually getting very nervous about Miss Giggles. If she's still there, please respond. Oh shit! Uh-huh. Oh no! What do we do, Jen? Jen? Okay, I'm she's back. alive. I'm back. Oh my god! Don't scare us again. I have no way to contact anyone. What if you like had a stroke or something? I uh, <clears throat> I took the headset off so I could breathe cleanly. Thank you very uh-huh. much. Okay, you're welcome. Well, <coughs> that's are important. Laughs are important, but staying staying conscious and alive is more important. (laughs) Where the hell did my asthma medicine go? (laughs) Well, (laughs) uh, I don't don't know. (laughs) I'll call this episode, we happen to be trans, dot, 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 a death in the family, question mark. Uh, oh god oh lord okay well i didn't know that i was gonna make you laugh so much that we were gonna get scared for your survival but moving on 
X Men is X Men is very pop culture. We all know X Men. We love X Men. They're up there. There's things more popular, sure, but they're very popular. Many movies, many comic books, and and, and uh, shows, and all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, now, what was more pop culture than the X Men in the early '90s? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Spider Man was not. Not in the early 90s. Spider-Man had his own cartoon in the early 90s simultaneously with the X-Men. Nope. Came a little bit later. They crossed over. They definitely did, and it wasn't great. The (laughs) Spider-Man cartoon was not as good as as my topic for today, which is (laughs) X-Men, the animated series from 1992. Two? Yes. Started in 1992, I believe. Um, so I grew up loving the X-Men, Marvel comics in general. I got into the trading cards with friends. I had, I had all kinds of sets uh, and comics. I started getting into them when I was about seven years old, got my first comic, uh, X-Men number nine. Uh, I think it was like Ghost Rider was on the cover and Wolverine was fighting Ghost Rider and it was like, damn, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought in my little kid brain. And uh, uh, I couldn't get enough. Uh, it was the kind of the reboot 90s X-Men series where they had the new, newer costumes. Um, Jim Lee was the artist. I was all about no, that it. Stupid head, head, that stupid headgear, I'm sorry. That, never mind. What, what? <laughs> what headgear? The, the, the shit that Gambit and Cyclops wear. That was the shit? You take that back. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, I hate that shit. <laughs> you take that back right now. <clears throat> Jen? I, I refuse to. I, Gambit is my favorite X-Man, and I refuse to. Gambit is a... is a Gambit is potentially... He's a... He's a he is walking, one of the more complex characters that I have a, read in a comic book. He's a walking sex crime waiting to happen, I feel like. He's <laughs> I don't feel I mean, like Gambit's very appropriate in his in his Gambit Ah, uh, uh, so so Gambit is in Ultimate X-Men, he is having sex with underage rogue. So, oh uh moving on to my wholesome topic from the <laughs> early 90s, X-Men the animated series. Uh, when this cartoon came out, I I was a little bit into my my comic book Marvel loving uh, adventures in my childhood, and this cartoon came out at the peak moment. I started watching the first episode launched, Night of the Sentinels, uh, and continued watching on and off through the Phoenix Saga and all the all the epic uh, continuity story arcs that they had. This is a cartoon that I feel like it took some of the cartoons from the 80s. Like, Transformers had some continuity. G.I. Joe had some continuity. Good cartoons, solid stuff. But this took it to a whole other level. They actually did justice to the comic books and took storylines out of the the comic books. They would have five-part episodes and stuff that happened in the first episode would come back at the end of the season of the first season or in a future season, um, they would have characters mm-hmm. go through, you know, PTSD type stuff and, and, um, really have to work out some issues was, that happened to them. It was a, not a eighties kids cartoon. No, it definitely took it to a, to a higher level. Um, the animation, especially for the time was very well done. The designs of the mm-hmm. characters, the iconic theme song, um, and to this day, honestly, so, so so on the team in X-Men the Animated Series, you've got uh, Cyclops, Storm, Rogue, Jean Grey, um, Jubilee, Wolverine, Gambit, Beast, mm-hmm. and Professor X. Yep. And um, occasional visits by Colossus and um, a couple other X-Men show Banshee, up, but that's the main cast. Uh, I mean, they have some crossover stuff with other... Shadowcat comes in and out. Yeah. And uh, basically, to this day, the voices of those characters are the voices that play in my head when I read them in comic books. When I read dialogue from Wolverine, even in a modern comic book, 
the voice it's actor him. that did the voice of Wolverine is to me that voice actor that did uh Wolverine's voice is akin to what Mark Hamill did for the Joker in Batman the yes. animated series and in yes. so so Kaylee I'm not sure how familiar you are with comics and stuff like that I don't know if you've played have you played mm-hmm. are you familiar with Mark Hamill's Joker voice the like um no so have you played uh Batman uh Arkham Asylum Arkham City any of those games no have you did you see the killing joke I have not seen it Okay. Have you watched Batman the Animated Series or Justice League? I might have watched a bit of Justice League, but I don't think I ever saw the Joker. Have you ever seen an animated Joker of any kind in any form of media? Huh. I don't think so. Where were you? I've probably seen, like, in YouTube videos and video essays. Okay. Where were you on the night of of the 24th? (laughs) (laughs) You look... That was my birthday. I was probably celebrating. Happy birthday. Happy birthday Oh, wait, that was last month. Oh, man. Let's all have some cake of Kaylee. Wait, that is the last 24th. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not wrong here. Okay. Well, happy happy, uh, 19th birthday. Yes, that's the one. Mm -hmm. Yep. Good job. Mm-hmm. You're you're you've you've grown from a girl into a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, nineteen. That's why I don't know any Joker things. That's well, it's okay. We're here to teach you. That's mm-hmm. that's educate at, at, me in the way of the Joker. As we educate you, we educate the audience. That's the whole point of this show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you know you're you're just a wee bab. Your 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 parents called us and they said, you know, our, our daughter Kaylee needs some needs some education about the ways of pop culture, and so I devised the plan to start a podcast, uh, knowing that wow. you would join and get educated along the way. This has all been this is the actual story arc of this podcast, much like in X Men the animated series where they had overall story arcs and continuity. Mm-hmm. So the reason I love this cartoon though is that is that everything. Uh, that you watch, for the most part, plays a role in the future of the show. <laughs> and when I was a kid, that just blew my mind. It was like, oh man, I remember this episode from back then. This character did this, and he's back, or she's back. And um, it makes the stakes higher rather than having the reset mm-hmm. thing, like we were talking about. With Bo- that's why I asked that about BoJack. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Continuity is key to keeping me very into mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a series, an ongoing series. Um, I like yeah. it when my viewership pays off. My longtime viewership pays off. Yeah, definitely. Um, has gone. And, and so definitely the X-Men animated series is a piece of nostalgia. I think it was very important in the foundations of certain cartoons. I mean, Batman the animated series came out before that, but didn't quite have as much continuity as this show did. I think this show the was continuity very... Continuity didn't come until after like when they started the superman series for that one right and then justice i feel like justice (laughs) so justice league and justice league unlimited is probably one of my that's one of my favorite cartoon shows of all time uh avatar the last airbender those are way up there steven universe those are all shows with continuity and story arcs Mm -hmm. x-men the animated series laid the foundations for that spider-man came about a year or two after the x-men animated series Uh, there was a crossover 94 is when it came out so two years later uh because the x-men in the year in between, they released the Fantastic Four cartoon, which, by Ugh. the way, was even what was was had almost no continuity and was really bad. <clears throat> Gosh, Fantastic Four just can't get a break, can they? Nah, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, they're cool. They can be cool in the comics. Um, yeah, yeah, that's but... my understanding. They're cool in the comics, and nothing's done them justice. Reed Richards is, is the shit in the comics. Like he's such a big. He's player. still an asshole, but he's definitely oh, he amazing in the comics. Yeah, but um, yeah, they had an Iron Man cartoon. I think they had a Hulk cartoon. None of them were good, except the X Men. No. What was what sparked it? Marvel was at an all time high in the early nineties, um, and they didn't reach. They didn't achieve that level of um, peak from about ninety five um, until until uh, the first X Men four movie. years ago. About four years ago, when 
they um to get that that level of peak marvel it took them almost 20 years to get back to it well <clears throat> i think that that might i mean i think even by the time that that like captain america or by the time the first avengers movie came out i feel like they were pretty much back i mean well, yeah, I mean, but that was like, again, nearly 20 years from 95 to 2011. 20. Yeah, 16 that's true. Years. Yeah, that's true. The mid 90s really weren't kind to Marvel. I mean, they almost went out of business. That's actually yep. why that's actually why they they I mean, they they when they started doing movies, they licensed out the X-Men like they had Fox uh, uh, 21st Century Fox do the X-Men movie and then they had Sony do the Spider-Man movies which is why there were so many licensing issues and Spider-Man and X-Men mm -hmm. weren't in the Avengers crossovers after Marvel created their own studio Marvel Studios um, because with the success of the Spider-Man and X-Men movies and then the renewed success of the comics and in the <clears throat> 2000s comics were probably the best they were ever were in, in my mind they had some of the best writers ever you had Grant Morrison Brian Michael Bendis doing new Avengers, new X-Men, all kinds of great shit. Even DC was great. Um, and then Marvel was... Even DC was great. Even DC was great. <laughs> D DC has got so many fucking issues. Let's not even go there. I, I okay. love DC. I, even I, DC I, was great in the 2000s. <laughs> you got to stick with the writer, with the with the good writers. You know, that's what it's, yeah. what it's all about. But yeah. Um, a good writer can make even the lamest character uh, praiseworthy and incredible, <clears throat> and and in, in worth your investment. Um, but anyway, all that aside, uh, this was definitely the high point of Marvel before this current stage that we're in. Before the resurrection, you know, with Iron Man one coming out in two thousand eight, and that high. Um, and it does, this cartoon, X-Men, the animated series, it doesn't, I'm not going to say it fully holds up completely well. Some of the voice acting and some of the animation and stuff can be a little bit dated and cheesy sometimes, but overall, I think that there is an equal amount of really cool moments and good voice acting, um, and good storytelling to balance it out. I would say it's worth checking out, um... You know, if you have Disney Plus or can afford to buy it elsewhere, right? So Disney Plus does have it on streaming. Um, if you watch, you know, if you watch the first episode or even pick a couple random episodes from season one or two, and you watch the intro and you watch through a couple episodes, eh, you'll know whether or not it's for you. Um, but yep. I'd say give it a shot if you like Marvel, if you like X Men. I mean, those movies are fucking awesome for the most part. Um, Take a look and and see more of the roots and the history of the team, you know, uh, yeah. um, and and the roots of and the roots of really good uh, storytelling in cartoons. And I, I, I honestly, without what they did with X Men the Animated Series and that foundation, like I firmly believe that the creators of Avatar: The Last Airbender, like, watched that show when they, they were younger, <laughs> and they, they they list a few shows that influenced them. There was um, the Pirates of Darkwater that fell apart, but the plot was good. They, yep. People wanted to know the story. Yep. X-Men, which had quality in like 90% of what it was doing. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Spider-Man, the animated series, which was about 70% quality in what they were doing. It had the plot. It stayed true to the comics in many ways. It had a s massive story arc in which everything that was happening to Peter added up together to make the ending of the series. Yes. I mean, it's only 60-some episodes. It all adds together. It's huge. And those, those kind of shows, they're like, yeah, we watched these when we were kids, and we thought they were amazing. And I have to agree with you. The they issue, definitely. The issue with the Spider-Man animated series that I have is the CG is horrendous. Oh God! Um, what little CJ they used was so disgusting. Real bad. Um, and they shouldn't have done it. And also, there's so much story sometimes that they really have to shoehorn it in. And a lot of the dialogue gets real rushed. Like there's huge action scenes, and he won't shut the fuck up. Like nobody shuts the fuck oh. up ever. Okay, so I love that joke in the Captain America Civil War movie. 
Why are you talking during a fight? Nobody does that. Right. <laughs> and th- that entire cartoon is nothing but Peter quipping away at every single thing that happens during a fight scene. <laughs> but even then, like, I feel like that cartoon did it even more than he did in the comic. Like, it's just the height of... Oh, it, it t- to get enough story and character development in with the limited run they had at 60-some episodes... They, sh- they put dialogue into everything for like the first 20 episodes. It's like almost constant Peter monologuing. So yeah, I would say <laughs> check out X-Men. If you like it, maybe go to Spider-Man, but definitely do X-Men if you're going to do it. I mean, if you're going to do any of them, do Batman the Animated Series, but we'll talk about that another time. When we do- That's a, ho- oh, that's a whole episode that's of when, its own. <laughs> that's when we do the mini-sode Batman versus Batman versus Batman versus Batman versus Batman <laughs> times- a hundred, however many incarnations. But I think that's it right. for my topic and awesome. This episode, yeah, fantastic, good topic. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about Batman sometime then. Oh yeah, yeah we're yeah. definitely like doing that. a Batman conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm awesome. gonna see if I can find before we do that the YouTube of the original 1940s live action Batman that sparked the camp. That was the 1960s Batman. I have, I had a VHS copy of of those early 1940s live action Batmans. I know exactly what you're talking about with the wizard and then. mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) We'll get to it. There's a wizard? (laughs) Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll find it on YouTube and make sure you get the chance to watch it. (laughs) Exciting. Well, setting up for another episode in the future. Ooh, what will we get up to then, Spiderheads? Uh, this has been uh, We Happen to Be Trans Podcast. Thank you for listening and have a fantastic, lovely day. Have a? Did you just say have a fucking lovely day? Ooh. You just upped my game. I was going for like a smooth outro and then just juicy. It sounded like you've leaped out. Like you were like, have a <laughs> lovely day. Ooh, have I? a. F- Maybe over Discord. Have a motherfucking uh, lovely day, y'all. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Oh, yeah. A pop culture <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Beautiful.